Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me under the gun, Hamish. Ooh, I don't mind being under here. <laughs> Can't shoot me nice, under and safe, nice and safe, to be honest. It's like when uh, smaller fish hang underneath sharks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I need the gun, I know where it is. Better right to be in me. front of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ahoy to me cut off, Jack. Oh, oh bad luck, Jack. Not nearly, <laughs> nearly, nearly made the team. <laughs> um. Nothing there. Right. I'm under the gun and cut off. We're not types I'm... of shorts, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the button. I thought that might give you a clue, Ham. The button. Yeah. Oh. No, I mean, is it something to do with sewing? No. It's what's another sport the button plated at your house? You made a jacket up for it that has a button in it. Many. many I made years a ago. jacket for this sport years ago. Um, Hamish made dance. a jacket. Table tennis. You're in the realm. Um, I made a jacket for this sport. You wore a visor with drop down. Oh, yeah, okay. Here we go. Sorry. Yeah, poker. Poker. Yes. Oh. We oh, it's positions yeah. at the poker table. Positions at the poker table. Oh, Under the, the gun, the player the to the immediate and left the yeah. of the big blind. Uh, the cutoff, uh, you are giving oh. the seat to the direct right Jack, of the dealer. Jack, <laughs> Jack's doing the classic, oh, yep, no, nope, <laughs> are both. To be fair, we're both doing it, but it's when, you, when there's one that comes up that you feel you should have got, because Jack was actually trying to organise a poker night the other night. Yes, I was. I, that, well, I wanted to do a team poker night. And, and now he's saying it with shame because he's like, I guess I didn't deserve to organise a poker night because I forgot what the button was. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Ahoy also to Rupert uh, from Melbourne who uh, used the very uh, easy-to-use system, hamishnady.com, to upload some audio of what he's been up to. Ahoy, boys, and Jack. Got a bit of a technology gripe. My work has recently bought a few new cars and every time I get in, the screen says, now connecting to your IP. <laughs> now, my girlfriend reckons that IP probably just stands for iPhone, but I reckon nah. she's just trying to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> So since you boys have definitely lost touch with the common man and have screens in your personal cars, must be nice. I was running a pain when you get in, your screen says, now connecting to your SP or Andy, IP, or Jack, when you get in, does your screen say, now connecting to your WP, Weasel P? (laughs) Some clarification, this would be great. Love the pod, keep it up. (laughs) Oh, what a strange joke, because everyone instantly got a picture of a very... Thin, nasty. <laughs> I think weasels could be like the size of a weasel. Maybe he means like a full weasel. <laughs> right, so it's got teeth and claws. <laughs> um, uh, well, okay, hey, you can answer that. Um, yeah, no, it does. absolutely. First thing it does. Yep. Same well, the car, the car. <laughs> as soon as I sit down, first it goes error, error. You know, suspension overload. <laughs> And then I have to put, I have to switch the car to towing mode, so it's got heavier suspension. And then the car kind of boots oh, yeah. up, and on the dash it says, "Good morning, Mr. Blake," and 
And it just nods at me and I go, you, you don't need to say it. <laughs> Trying to put it behind you. Um, <laughs> to put it, would, you like me to, would you like me to open the back door so you can put it behind you, sir? <laughs> Hopefully we've cleared that up for you, Rupert. Hamish and his large Commiserations. <laughs> Commiserations on the IP. Um, uh, Ham- <laughs> I mentioned the other day that um, I'd been up to Darwin Top of Australia. Yes, yes. You uncovered two, a you uncovered a great a great tale. There was two croc jumping tours. One was called the original croc jumping tour, mm-hmm. and one was called spectacular croc jumping tour. Yeah. And we thought that it must have been a situation where the original started out as just croc jumping tour. Yep. Spectacular came along and did a very good and, job of naming its tour. And that, and kind of trumped them mm. with an adjective. Yes. And, and then, they went, okay, we didn't know we were playing that game. And then we they, have to trump them back. And they've gone back and they've gone with original um, mm. to try and uh, re- wrestle back the naming. That's our, That was our speculation. Well, it's the only way it could happen because if you were opening a one-of-a-kind tour, you would never think to call it original first. Yes. Without competition. And you could never call it original if you were second to market because <laughs> you're not. Yes. Joining us now is Bill. He, I'm not sure if he lives up there. He just mm-hmm. says he knows some stuff. Yep. And so, uh, ahoy to you, Bill. Ahoy, boys. Bill, are you located up and down at the moment? Mate, I lived in about 10 minutes from the Jumping Crocodile Cruise for about 16 years before I moved. My parents are still up there at a place called Corroboree, just past it. Yep. So they've got eyes on the tour daily. Yeah. So they, they would literally drive past it daily. Okay. Can I just clarify for someone that hasn't been on the tour, and I know you have... Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously the office where you book mm. yeah. and then you go out on the tour somewhere mm. else. Yeah. Uh, no, the office is right next to right, the, right it's on the It's on the river. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay, like a yeah, pontoon. Right. You walk onto like a pontoon and the, the boats are just sitting there. What's the proximity of the offices to each other or the, like the kiosks to each other? As the crow flies, <laughs> probably three quarters of a kilometre. Short okay. flight. <laughs> up the river. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so they're not – could they see each other? They can't see no. each other. Yeah. No, you can see each other. Okay. You could, if you looked on one boat, you could see the other boat. It's on the other side of the bridge. I hear what you're saying. You can – I see I see what you mean. Uh, but you couldn't yeah. see the office because there's a big hill not, in the way. Not the other office. Spot on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I actually think this is very – are you finding this helpful, Jack? Yeah, I've really got a very visual picture. picture of it now. So there is a big bridge and there's one side of it is the original yeah. on the right-hand side if you're coming out of Darwin, on the left-hand side, spectacular. Is it kind of understood then that one of them only goes kind of south of the bridge and the other one just works north of the bridge? Spot on. Hmm. And how did they okay. get to that arrangement? Well, I don't think, to be honest, on a, on a big tide, you're never going to get the boat under the bridge anyway. Okay. And that's why they've done it. I think that's the smart way to do it. So similar to um, it's, uh, English soccer games, there's a big fence separating the two. Um, Home and yeah. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's cool. I was actually thinking more North-South Korea. Yeah. Like there's a border <laughs> where they look across yeah. but no one interacts <laughs> with the other side. I think that's is, probably what it's, is, that, is that the feeling? Is, it is that the – I mean, so let's get one thing off because I've had, we had a few emails by the side of the fence too where mm-hmm. Andy's suspicions have been confirmed from what I've seen here where people are saying, yes, there is a rivalry between the two croc-jumping businesses. Look, there's not, I wouldn't say, it, it's a rivalry, but it's not like, like it's not a dictatorship where you're going to go and like someone's going to get shot for crossing the line. Like it's not going to happen like that. Mm-hmm. In, in saying that, there definitely would be a, uh, like you don't come on my turf, I don't go on your turf, there's an understanding. It's like the DMZ. 
Like you just yep, you, yep. you're just doing the you just you're not crossing the line. Bill, are you have you been on both tours? I have. Which one is more spectacular? Well, look, I'm not uh, I'm not biased, and it's uh, my mum actually worked on Spectacular for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I did, do have I, a slight bias. <laughs> I mean, there is there is some skin in the game here. Yes. Look, that they both uh, they both provide great services. Mm-hmm. In my this is just my opinion, obviously, nothing factual here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both provide great services. Spectaculars has its has its way. Obviously, they they cover a, a lot of uh, a lot of terrain with smaller boats, whereas. Uh, Andy on the original, obviously, the original is a touch more expensive. Andy must be nice knowing on that. <laughs> well, I, no, as I said, I I got lured in by Spectacular as the name, but it was sold out, so I then went to the original. Obviously. Uh, Doesn't sound like much time was lost consulting the finances and instant no, decision. Definitely not. I mean, I just would have waited for two hours later to save $3, yeah. but, I mean, obviously it must be nice. Must be nice to have that dollar fifty yeah. an hour kind of cash to just must, piss about. It must be nice. <laughs> Look, I have done well. Wowee. <laughs> Wowee. And I am. Wowee. Oh, I'm, so great. Uh, the territory is so grateful that Victorian money can just come up here and be hosed around. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 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 Bill, you think Spectacular, because it's got smaller, more maneuverable boats, allows them to get to areas that may be more spectacular than the original? Absolutely. And the big thing that you notice, obviously, you've gone to the original one. Again, must be nice. <laughs> uh, the, and it is common knowledge if you do a little bit of research, uh, you would notice that the original uh, fun fact is not actually the original. Oh, well, oh hang, hang on a sec. On. This hang is huge. Hang on. <laughs> hang on a second. So is Spectacular the original? Spectacular is the original. <gasps> then what is going on with the How are the original calling themselves the original? So you'll, you'll notice, and you can actually look this up on both of their websites if you want. So the in the mid-70s is when Spectacular started just by a, uh, a guy that was originally a croc hunter. He was out taking his friends uh, out, and that's how it originally started. Uh, that was in the mid-70s. And then uh, I put in quotes, uh, the original started in about 1985. So there's about eight to ten years difference. But what is making them say they're the original? Your guess would be as good as mine. Bill, can I just clarify something? You said it started with this guy taking his mates yeah. out to do it. Were they the first one to go, hang on, we should charge people for this? Or was spectacular? I would, I would think so, yes. Who was ticketed first is the question. So they could yeah. be the, like, if you're just building a, like going on a roller coaster with your mates. And then obviously your your Victorian your Vic, your Victorian money must be doing all right for you. Yeah, I agree. No, it must no. be very nice. Accidentally built Disneyland for yourself. Yeah. Went, we should charge for this. We should charge for this. I suppose that's what's happened. Hang on, but aren't aren't you saying, Bill, that the the spectacular guy was going out with his mates in the seventies? Correct. So he was taking friends out to show them what the crocodiles look like in their natural habitat. Yep. And, just get them and to stuff jump like that. And then obviously the jumping has come at a later point. So we don't know when the jumping started. Correct. That's the only. So uh, that's is it, the only is, thing you need to work out. Okay. Is it possible? Is it? You get the sense that Bill knows too, but he doesn't want to ruin the fun for us. Okay. Is it possible that so the spectacular guy goes out in the seventies, but he's just looking at crocs. Mm. Then the original people go out in the mid-80s, 
even though they're sort of 10 years late to the concept of taking a boat out to be near a crocodile, they might have got the croc to jump first, and that's why they're calling themselves the original jumping tour. But Spectacular still were doing it earlier. They, Of course, back in those days, before you knew about jumping, it was still spectacular to see a crocodile in the wild. That's true. That's exactly right. But I think it's called a Spectacular Jumping Croc Tour. Yeah, it is. But then once dis- once jumping was discovered, I'm saying, Andy, in the 80s, <laughs> once jumping was discovered, yeah, Spectacular Croc Tours added jumping to theirs. Yeah. But mm-hmm. original were like, yeah, but we were the original jumpers. You guys might have had boats out there earlier, but you didn't know about jumping. And we're that's the, we're, it, that's Bill, true. That could be true. Bill, thank you so much. Let's so just... we, need to, we need to know when jumping was discovered, really, yeah. to get to the bottom of this. Yes. Am I, am I going to have to do some more research and check back in? Is this a well, thing? Well, that's better than us doing it. Mate, sure, if you but, could come but... back to us and tell us how the hell or give us the person lead. second to market yep. can name themselves the original of something, that's probably to, where uh, our most interest is. I'm going to have to go back to my mother, who's incredibly, uh, incredibly skilled in this area of expertise. Right, right. Well, can I can I just throw another cat in the can, well another chicken in the river here? Mm-hmm. Um, there's I got an anonymous tip that came in my side of the fence. She says, "Look, I work in the territory in the tourism game, and they are big rivals. These two companies. Yeah, we've got a trade show each year, and they have to separate them so there's no beef <laughs> yeah, at the trade absolutely. show. So they have to be apart, and it's all the goss in the news in the new Northern Territory Tourism Association. And sometimes it says here, if you use one, you cannot use the other." So, like, if you're booking tours for one, one of them will be like, well, if you're using original, oh, you've, just, you're, you've absolutely us. cooked Ooh. it with spectacular. Wow. She said, signs off by saying, off. classic territory fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Bill, thank you very much. Um, we'll obviously, anyone, if you've got any more information, hamishnady.com, and we'll continue to find out where this goes and how deep it goes. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, guys. See ya. And uh, mm. Jackie Boy. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but if we get to the bottom of this, mm. right, mm. and there really is this beef, and it does feel very North and South Korea, wouldn't it be an incredible feather in the hat of the Hamish Andy show mm. if bring, we could travel to the territory and negotiate a peace deal? Bring peace, bring peace to the region. <laughs> yes. Bring peace to the territory. Yes. Wouldn't yes. that be that huge? Would be- we would. Yes. That would yeah. be one of that. That's our best shot at a Nobel Peace Prize. Like bringing down the Berlin Wall. Do we bring yeah. down the bridge? Oh, no, yes. you, know, you need that. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. It's one of the main thoroughfares. Anyway, yeah. and the last thing we've got to say is, may the bridge forever be down. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's that bridge, you mongrels. <laughs> it was Jack's idea. <laughs> it was Jack. Jack thought it would be a cool photo. Let's just make sure we're on one, not on the same side of the bridge. Andy and Jack going... I think we better go to the airport. <laughs> hey, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Great idea, Ham. Great Ooh, idea. Could happen. I've got a bit of a blast from the past here mm-hmm. mixed with an incredible moment of parental pride. Great. Jack, do you remember, God, what was the year? I'm going to say 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. We were very into Fruit Ninja. On yes, the iPhone game. Yes. Boy, we guys into Fruit Ninja. This at is the expense we, of all else. This is where we first discovered that the the lights in the toilets at the work were on a sensor. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, because yep. Hamish was in there on the loo playing Fruit Ninja for so long that the lights turned off. Mm-hmm. I think ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it is. And then it just goes, you know, no human being could be alive in here now. No, exactly. We'll save some energy. And then I'm sitting there going, whoops. That's it. It's basically like the toilet has a little intervention with you. Yeah. And goes, hey, do you think this is a problem? Because you've now been sitting here in your own waft. For 10, ten, minutes. 10 minutes. And then I say to the toilet, mate, I did a courtesy flush. I'm just comfortable. <laughs> I'm essentially clean. I'm just <laughs> going for a record. Yeah. I'm on it, it, that's strange because I. Absolute fruit ninja frenzy. But it, it, not, it wasn't even that because you were. It, they were two minute rounds. All right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, so it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. because I couldn't move. It was pure addiction. Yeah. You were like, oh, just one more, one more go here. It was like, automatic. You'd get to the end of a round and you were playing the next round just because your finger already went to start a new game. It was essentially yeah. like, how much fruit can you chop in two minutes, yep. wasn't it, Jack? Like, yep. that was the thing we got addicted to. And 300 seemed impossible. Mm. Like, it did seem. It, it, seemed, it, it seemed like the game would need to glitch almost for you to get up there because we were hitting. For like months, we're hitting like 297s, 298s. Yeah. And like every piece of fruit that gets thrown up, mm. if you get a combo, you get like double the amount. So you like had to hit combos. Right. And then so I remember the fruit, I got a 301. Did the fruit come up from the bottom or down yep. from the top? Yeah. Up from, up from the bottom. And then drop. Thrown in a nice um, um, arc. Yeah. And you just really had to be on it. Okay. Tougher back then though, Jack, because we were even playing on like iPhone 3s. Yeah. Oh, you think you know, they're more responsive now? They're probably easier. Well, the reason I mention it is. Well, they're certainly bigger screens. Mm, that's yeah. true. Came in to walk into the lounge room the other day. My little, my daughter Rudy, she's fruit ninja. Awesome, <gasps> and she but she's on the iPad, which oh. is I'm looking at that going, oh, that's the arena you want to play on. Like the game's got a lot easier, Jack. <laughs> 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 but, but, but hang on, but just same, on that, same version of the game, exactly the same. Well, <laughs> not actually. Somehow, I must have downloaded it for her. I don't remember doing it. Maybe Zoe did, and she was like, oh, I remember your dad used to play this. It's pretty harmless. <laughs> Somehow, we have the Spanish version. And you version. just got back from Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We saw a lot of swords. We have the Spanish version. Oh. Mm. So it'll be like 60 segundos to go. <laughs> and, and like when she gets a combo, it's like, you know, like five frutata combinatoro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but same fruit, fruit though. Same fruit. Yeah, I thought they not, might have used I mean, Spanish fruit. <laughs> universal <laughs> just tomatoes. <laughs> no, it's it it it's so cute because Rue she can't read, so she's like, yes, that means combo. So it actually makes her look like a genius because she knows what it means. She's like, yeah. yep, that's a combo, five point combo. I was like, well done, honey. Mm. Save this for when people come over because they'll think you can speak Spanish, Spanish as well and because you, can, you, you can can't say, speak we anything. Them, we go, we let them play computer games but only in different languages. Just so yeah, they only, if they, <laughs> only if they code it themselves. Uh, so uh, hey, here's the quick, dis- quick question yeah. though. Yep, yep. You say easier on an iPad, but isn't that a bigger swipe? Like with that, there is more distance for a finger to travel. Would there yeah. probably be an optimum screen size so you could get the combos with a smaller whip? Had I not mm. got to 300, Jack, and you'll remember I beat you there. Not only did I beat you there, I got 301. I think maybe even 302. Do you remember that? I can't remember who finished with the highest score. I remember yeah, at one yeah, stage I you can. gave me a trophy, didn't you? No, I got a trophy. Oh, Zoe made me a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> My Christmas present for that year was half a watermelon <laughs> mounted on the wall. Oh, with congratulations. Well done. Thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> Fruit Ninja Champion. <laughs> love how Jack goes, yeah, I did get a trophy for that. <laughs> Don't you dare, mate. Well, I one knew only, I didn't make a trophy. Trophies, so... One of the only trophies I've ever won, okay? Don't you dare. Still got it. 
still got my friend the trophy. idea of Germany going, I think we won that World Cup. No, yeah, you I'm pretty sure we got a trophy. I remember seeing a trophy at some stage. Yeah, not in your hands, mate. I was on the field. I was sweaty. Yeah, that was a trophy. Yeah, I won that. No, you did Confetti you flying down. Didn't. You actually didn't. Here's the thing. So I remember that clearly. <laughs> Breaking 300. I come in to watch Rue the other day. She, because at the end of the round, it will tell you score and also what your current high score is. Now, I've obviously not played. No one else has played this. Jack, she's got a 291. No, she doesn't. That's <laughs> impossible. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. And she's just doing this with her hands. How old is she now? She, she's she's not even six. No, no, no. She's not. She, it must be an, an updated game. They give you more points per combo. It is Mate, a, we were we were laser accurate to get up there. It's like we were at the AIS basically for Fruit Ninja and then we walk out and find that people are running faster times and it's just wearing jeans. Like, Toddlers just jumped in the pool and beat you at the other end. Impossible. Couldn't, impossible. couldn't believe it. We thought we were going to Harvard on a Fruit Ninja scholarship. <laughs> and Rue has got basically just tanned, like she's within spitting distance of us and she is just she's just like flicking her hand back and forth as fast as she can across the screen like because you don't have an, you have unlimited swipes yeah. she must have just played a round where she's just coincidentally hit everything in a combo mm. or combinatoro <laughs> and now she's yeah she's like 10 points off being El Championo over you, Jack. No, no, no. So it must be uh, Spanish CCC. points. Spanish CCC. points. CCC. Have, you been tempted, right. hand, have you been tempted to play it to see I whether it's... the finger twitch. Yeah. But I thought I leave this to Rue. Well, I'll it's a tough her. one for you because if you wanted to see whether it's easier... Mm-hmm. I can't do that, it, it's, it's not. And if it's not, that's embarrassing. Yeah, you, you can't, I, he, I can't, also, he can't start just from the... I, if you start, you, you're gone. You're I in. can't. Yeah, I, then I have sorry. to call my sponsor and <laughs> explain what happened. I, I'm out. I can't. I can never swipe again. <laughs> Good for you, man. Hey, Anzac Day was a few months back, but um, it's a great time to reflect about the, the, the amazing sacrifice a lot of soldiers made uh, mm. for Australia and New Zealand and, and uh, look across the world. Uh, but there's a song that keeps getting played around that time. It's by Red Gum, and I had it on oh, my Spotify, no, classic. Spotify list, and it came up in the car again uh, during the week. Uh, people may know this song, a classic about a story where they were getting, you know, conscripted at 19 years of age. Back on to Vietnam. Yeah. It's pretty full on, but here, if, you hadn't, if you haven't heard it, this is the one. Townsville lined the footpaths as we marched down to the quay. This clipping from the paper shows us a young and strong and clean. And there's me in me slouch hat with me SLR and greens. God help me. I was only 19. I was only 19. It's a classic. It's a, it's classic. a classic song. It, gives you, does give, it's one of those songs where if you're into it, it gives you tingles. I couldn't help, though compare what I had to do at 19 to what yes. they were going through where they're heading off to war as This heroes. was the discussion that we were having today. <laughs> yeah. Very different lives. Very different uh, lives. When you compare those two 19-year-olds, whether mm. it's us guys at 19 or yeah. those guys at 19, uh, decades apart, mm. different lives, <laughs> fair to say. So we thought as a little bit of homework for all of us, we'd write a song yep. and a verse and chorus of what life was like for us at 19. Mm. Not quite as difficult. Uh, do you want me to kick things off? Yeah, I love it. This is, uh, this is my version of I Was Only 19. <laughs> okay. 
I don't have a mobile phone and I want to call a girl. So I ask my mum if I can use the home phone. The home phone's in the kitchen, so I go and make the call. And the whole family hears me get rejected by Helen. Oh yeah, you did like Helen. I head to the nightclub and the line's a mile long. We get to the front and they say, not tonight boys, move on. We ask why and they reply, you need girls to get in, God help me. I was only 19. Yeah. The tough times. Oh, painful times. I mean, it'd be still like that for you if you're still out there. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that old chest that where we've got... Yeah, sorry, guys, we need girls. We're going to need girls to get in. Oh, do you know any? (laughs) Such a a bizarre... (laughs) I remember calling people inside the nightclub, girls going, hey, can you come out and pretend to come back in with us? And seeing one through the window look at my phone, look at her phone and just cancel the call. (laughs) (laughs) But it was sort of like, is it Bumble where the girl needs to... Like it can only be initiated by the female On the apps, yep. On the apps, It was basically the version of that where it's like, you need to show us mm. that there is a woman alive who will vouch for you. Because <laughs> if you can't find one, you we're, we're not interested in that level of scumbag in here. <laughs> Just one, one tough. or two, one or two that's happy to stand next to you and feel comfortable. And, that's and what we need. Felt for, I mean, this is where if you've gone to an all-boys school, you really won out. Sure. <laughs> you've got no... Miss Kendrick, like, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Oh, it's my friend's 60th. Mm-hmm. And what time do you reckon? Could we borrow you before that? <laughs> need to get into a nightclub. Um, who's right, next, I'm happy to go next. Okay. This is me at 19. I needed money so I could buy a studded belt and jeans that were too tight. It was the style at the time. I got a job at the cinema, make some money for myself. Ripping tickets and slightly ripping off the company. (laughs) Cos I worked the candy bar and couldn't believe what I saw. They'd buy popcorn for a dollar, then sell it for 15 more. (laughs) And all I really wanted was just a little bit of that for me. When people gave me a 20... I pocketed 19. <laughs> Mine is fictional, obviously. Of course, all <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> Statute of limitations. Unclear still at this stage. I, I, I asked the guitarist to play a little slightly higher. Because you couldn't Because I couldn't sing that low. <laughs> Good ear, like, I was going in there going like, I needed money. <laughs> <laughs> this gravelly old ex-Hoyts employee. <laughs> Thinking about the good times when people paid in cash. Yep. Cash was hard to trace. <laughs> Fantastic. No, it's totally that fictional. Painted, obviously a fictional. real picture. That painted yep. a real, a real mm. vivid picture. Um, yep. As people were about to hear from mine, I just went super duper honest, uh, full transparency, accurate reflection of my life at 19. Okay. Please enjoy. I never suffered acne, had a great bod, and was a hit with all the girls, because I worked in telemarketing. I bought a Razor scooter, which impressed everyone, because it was clearly 
the future of transport. Damn it. And I rocked up to Melbourne Uni, a dead set genius. When it came to doing maths, bloody hell, I was the best. I'd never touched a beer. Then along comes Andy Lee. God help me. <laughs> I was only 19. You ruined me. Bye-bye, academic career. <laughs> I did ruin you. I was on my way to being goodwill hunting and then yep. 19, that fateful year, yes. where along popped a cheeky, scruffy head, <laughs> scruffy head boy, and um, that was it for me. Uh, uni all over. Do you know any girls who want to go to the nightclubs? <laughs> Sorry, I had long hair. I, th- I thought you were a girl from behind. Um, do you know any? <laughs> Aim, there are many advantages to listening to this podcast, but I would say that this is the the big this one. Is the main. This is the big. The main one. Here we, we go. We have power moves, and it allows you to get a social advantage in any situation. And I, if I may start, would love you um, to. I, we love a very specific one, and and that's totally allowed. Like you know, there's obviously general power moves for everyone. Then there are highly specific, um, like industry specific ones. Yes. This is industry specific. Mm-hmm. It's for if you're playing an elite sport. Oh, so if you are a man or a woman in a, but it has to be a professional sports league. So let's say AFL, for example, where there are known. Celebrity players. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you have to be right at the top because, yep. as you'll see in a second, this this only works if it's um if if you're playing against someone that's like has a high profile. Mm-hmm. So during the game, when the umpire tells you to give the ball to an opposition player, pretend to not know who they are. <laughs> For example, you've got the footy and the umpire's called a free kick and he says, "Hand it back to Buddy Franklin." You say, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> I would love if we have anybody at the top league, top level of any sport. Yeah, I would love it if they. We, we've got a lot of AFL players. We do listen, have a lot of AFL so players. I'd can... love it if someone tried a bit of like, please give it to Paddy Dangerfield. Sorry, who? Who's, who's that? that? Which who's, number? Who's Paddy? Which <laughs> number is he? <laughs> That'd be a tremendous. Please use numbers. I don't know who the players. Are. I just can't wait for us to. There's someone to give away a 50 metre penalty and the crowd going, why? And when we look at this the replay, <laughs> so delayed. Shrugging, they've been going, who's Buddy Franklin? Who's a fan of the podcast? <laughs> He's um, stalling with questions. Uh, a eight coin coin to the first professional player. <laughs> <laughs> to, to enjoy during your two or three weeks in the VFL. <laughs> worth it, worth it. As you, um, as you get busted, busted down for giving away a 50. Do it when the game's iced. You know, yeah, absolutely. This is, a, this is a real fun 10 goals up fourth quarter move. <laughs> <laughs> From Adam Nasham, asshole power move. When you're on the bus and someone presses the button to get off, shout out, sorry, no, not this one. <laughs> Far out. And the, the panic instilled with that move would increase exponentially with age to the target victim because that's kind of thing like, you know. It's the bus old, goes straight on past you know, the Because there's no old, way to repress once it's no, pressed, no. it's pressed. And that, that's it. And so, but you know, like... There, there is like a certain age you hit on public mm. transport, buses, trains, 
tr- buses and trams predominantly that have sort of, you know, visible stops coming up where yes. the panic to get to the door is really palpable. Yes, yes. Like, and so when someone presses the button on the bus and they're like, no, just get out of the way. Like, I don't want to not get off. <laughs> yes. You cancel that on them. There's laughs are plenty to be had again. <laughs> and uh, an eight coin coin for the, for the first... First pensioner you can bring to us in tears. No, 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 Okay, this comes in from Dominic Grant. A previous one from Bailey, by the way. Uh, this comes in from Dominic Grant. When having a conversation with someone and they give you a compliment or say something nice in general, hit them with a, hmm, that's put you back in my good books. This will create a dynamic. But I constantly seek your approval to stay in your good books. <laughs> Like it, really like it. It's a hot day for a power move. <laughs> yeah, this is high voltage. This is high voltage. Uh, Harry Carty, it's a power move for you. You and I, I'm I'm ashamed that neither of us have thought to do this because you and I have shared a lot of hotel rooms in the past with little twin bed situation. Mm-hmm. When you're at a motel or a hotel with a mate, and room service comes around asking if you need anything, say yes, I'll grab some new shampoo. And Mitch over there needs new sheets. <laughs> Very good. Um, this is this is technical, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Comes in from Neilan. Okay. Got a height-based power move for you. Right. I'm moderately tall at 187 centimeters, which in brackets he says is six foot. 1.6 inches. Yeah, it's this, moderately. Tall. Moderate, goes, yeah, yeah, moderately, totally moderately. He goes, this puts me in the taller than average height bracket. In social situations where people obviously shorter than me claim to be six foot, hmm. I like to say, really? Because I'm five foot 11. This <laughs> 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 immediately makes them and everyone around them question their judgment. And classically, the more they argue the height, the weaker it looks for them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're, in an, we, we're in an impasse, aren't we? We're, <laughs> we're in a, well, we're not. We're actually at a curious. I think we're at a better pass. That's um, an overpass. <laughs> we, we were at an impasse earlier on, <laughs> and, and we've, we've found a solution. We made a detour, <laughs> and we went. Oh, I'm glad we came this way. Yeah. Um, Nick, young man, gentleman called Nick, wrote in and submitted his wife for a special skill. I believe her name was Sophie. Yep, that's and right. Still is. You'd have to say still is. It's a pretty recent email. <laughs> And he said, look, she can, blindfolded, in the dark, detect just by feel, Mm. can feel any chocolate bar. Inside its wrapper. Inside its wrapper, sorry. And go, I know what that is. Mm. Um, So purely by touch, through the wrapper, through the foil, her fingers and her encyclopedic knowledge of chocolate bars are are that powerful. Now, obviously... Been a lot of chocolate bar content um, this year, even mm. last year, of course. Uh, we are that we're it's unapologetically, close unapologetically. It's one of the pillars of the show. Yeah. Um, we don't have many legs of the stool, but no. candy news <laughs> and chocolate <laughs> news would be certainly one of the legs of the stool. One the thick the leg show. in the middle, <laughs> <laughs> one very sharp leg, depending on where you stand. Mm. So we're we were fascinated by. That. I was like, this is really interesting, and oh, as sometimes happened. Scrunched up the nose and went, oh, okay. Well, they all have a pretty unique feel, don't they? Yeah. And I said, you're not thinking of taste, are you? He went, no, no. I'm thinking of feel. <laughs> yeah. I I believe. I said, I think I could do it. I, I think most I humans most humans could do a similar thing. That some sometimes when Ando challenges, that's when we end up with an exciting. It's almost like a playoff, isn't it? Yes. It's a playoff series where 
Andy will do the test to then see if it is indeed superhuman enough yep. to then warrant getting so fun for us to see it with our own eyes. The last time we did this, I think, was pizzas. They could smell what pizza it is through the box. Mm. You did and well. did you get it? I think, mm. yeah, I think so. And then we didn't go ahead and do the special skills. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Well, you've got to be blindfolded, Andrew. Yep. I've picked five chocolate bars. Mm-hmm. Now, no, I won't tell you. I won't give you any... Any information? You were like, oh, don't pick, you know, specific ones. Like, don't pick really hard ones. Well, you know, I just didn't want you to go. (laughs) I think your example was, oh, it's the hoof bar from Germany. (laughs) Yeah, no, these are all available in Australia. I haven't imported any from Dutch deals. (laughs) (laughs) As much as you want. Struffel. Oh, a struffel bar. To spend the 270 so you can get yourself a hat. Um, Baseball style. (laughs) Baseball Um, style hat, yeah. Okay, so Ando, no, uh, these are all all pretty legit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say mainstream or, or at least service station available. Great. I think that makes sense. Jack, what do you reckon? There's going to be five chocolate bars. Three out of five proves it's not that amazing. That's right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We would like to see no zero out of five to have the best game on our hands next week when Sophie does it. Yes. But yeah, if you get if he's getting three or four, then Hmm. no. Exactly. To to yeah to go but yeah someone walking past can can kind of do it. (laughs) Then do we need to see a pro in action? Okay, Andrew. Of course, we always make an opener oh. for the special skills. You're no different. But since it's you mm. and um, you usually put a lot of effort into the openers too and I and I really appreciate that, <laughs> combination of things happened here. Yeah. I was a bit rushed. I was like, well, look, it's just for Andy, so it doesn't need to be great. But anyway, here it is. Can Andy fill the chocolate bar? Let's start with the first bar. Carl's is putting it in front of him now. Cherry ripe. He has guessed cherry ripe. Oh. Andy, that is a peppermint crisp. I know. I knew I'd drop It's actually thinner than a cherry ripe. Yeah, you went, went in so fast. I went too quick. I went too quick. But I wouldn't so have got, far. to be honest, I wouldn't have got peppermint crisp. It's not even on my radar. It, I mean, how does it feel? This is so, isn't this amazing how classic this is for a special skill joke? You start with maximum confidence yeah. and then on the very first go we <laughs> find go. out, we start finding yeah. out the conditions of why it might not be 100%. <laughs> but I agree. I actually, I would, put, I would put, to be fair to you, Endo, I would put Peppermint Crisp in the hard category. Mm. That is not one of the classics. That's not a classic. Okay, next, next chocolate bar. And he's being past the bar. A thicker bar. Yeah, my initial thought was crunchy. I'm going to stick with it. Crunchy. Got him again with a violet crumble. Violet crumble. Yeah, I knew you were going <laughs> to... That is tough. I, I was that thinking, is tough, to be, well, fair, well, to be honest. Go, I, should have, I should have said crunchy or violet crumble oh, because they're exactly the same kind of size and width. But then I thought mm. I thought violet crumbles went out of... Um, print. Print. Uh, no, they're still printing them. Yeah, well, it seems that way. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah. Uh, See, if we bought Sophie in and she could tell a violet crumble from a crunchy blindfolded, that is amazing. amazing. That would be amazing. I should have gone you. I'm not trying to be tricky. <laughs> I'm not trying to be I just I thought crunchy was too easy. I think, I, think, I think crunchy would have been too easy. It is your favourite chocolate bar. Yes. Um, okay, Ando, go for it. Um, feels like a Mars bar. 
Yeah, you're gonna say I'm being a yeah, dog, but no. it's a moro. Yeah, <laughs> moro, you gotta be. No one's even seen a full size moro. I know, I know, and I actually wanted Mars, but but Andy knows full well that Mars are now in a recycled pack out, packaging. It's not even the foil anymore. It's, it's like paper. a matte finish. Yeah. It's paper, so it would have been too easy. I should have thought about this. <laughs> we're okay, we're not going That's with classics anyway. They're all service station available. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number four. All right, it's it's twelve likes. It's got two sticks, but it won't be a twelve because you're trying to trick me. So I'm gonna go with Twix. <laughs> it's a twelve. <laughs> it's a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is amazing. You're absolutely playing him like a fiddle here, Jack. <laughs> Zero from four. Where's Agan? Okay, bring it home, Ando, with number five. Oh, it feels like a picnic. So I guess it's the cheap imitation. <laughs> what is it? What's your guess? That's so hard. A picnic. Chiquita. <laughs> you a cheap imitation. <laughs> That's not a cheap imitation. Same Guy prize out here. There's a lot of people the that. There's thing. a lot of people that like Chiquitos. Chiquitos. My gosh! Imagine what? There's going to be a new box that you bring, which is called take, the anti-favorite. <laughs> the B team. You can, you can oh. take your blindfold off. <laughs> you don't have to do this. Be blindfolded. <laughs> I, that's exactly right. You go, take a box of favourites. No, I can't afford it. Take the B team where you wow, get your peppers you... and crispy file a couple of chiquita. You must really not like us. <laughs> yeah, this is for not inviting us. I still maintain that Sophie... We shouldn't get her. Well, you think we should get her in now? Well, you got Andy, zero we just, from five. We just saw someone get zero from five. Yeah. I know how know you wanted to do better, but you didn't do better. Okay. He's not happy. No, now I don't want to get Sophie because she's coming to a hostile environment. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, I, I think we'll if we go the range as wide, mm-hmm. I'm open to it. Because there's a twirl in there, that's very common. And I did yeah, but suggest was, Mars. But I, got I did suggest out. Mars, and then Kai was like, "No, no," because he knows that they're recycled. So, to my, in my All defense, right. we look forward to seeing you, Sophie. <laughs> Good luck, Sophie. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.